Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, it's were you yawning the at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting, because let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. You're about to listen to a Sue Clinch production. I uh, should warn you, the following is not suitable for children. There's a lot of fucking swearing and stuff. To be honest, it's deeply inappropriate. And I actually think pretty fucking rude. Enjoy the show. Hope it gives you some comfort. I Hello, hello, my darlings. Hello, my rowdy rockers, my putrid punks, my titillating teddy boys. Whatever era it is you revel in, whatever time it is you consider yourself connected to, whatever hairstyle you're wearing at the minute, good luck to you. Do it. Now is the time to dress up, to become that thing you always dreamed of being. If you always wanted to be a doctor, pretend to be a doctor. If you always wanted to be a fish... Slap on some scales, get in some water and learn to breathe without your lungs. That's what I say. Now is the time to piss about and have fun as much as you can with the people you're stuck with. Currently here in my house, me, Sue, Lemon, Mahogany, my daughter, my mother, we are indulging in 17th century France, which involves a lot of wigs. Some of them we've made from toilet rolls and toilet paper. In fact, it's toilet paper. I won't lie, when Sue turned all the toilet paper into wigs, I was a little... Sue, we need those for our asses. But she will have her way. So yes, it involves a lot of wigs, a little saucisson, and the odd beheading. Sue Clinch has rigged up a sort of guillotine, a guillotine, and is gradually decapitating all of Mother's creepy doll collection, which she's been collecting since I was 12. And she started buying me creepy dolls. And I said, Mother, I don't want them. She said, well, I'm not buying them for you. I'm buying them for myself. She's awful. Anyway, when Mother gets up and finds out that Sue's been beheading her dolls, there will be hell to pay. Seriously, darlings, it'll be like Clash of the Titans, Medusa and the Kraken juking it out. I can't wait. I'm thinking of trying to sell tickets. The last time they had a fight, a lot of the Balkans was destroyed. Anyway, hello, my dear chaps, chips and chubby chops. It's me, 
Anna Man, that's the recycling van going past outside. Can't you see we're podcasting? What's wrong with you? You can recycle any day. It's me, Anna Man, actress, singer, landscape gardener. Not a lot of people know I did that for a while. I once re-sculpted a hedge into the exact shape of my own uterus. Incredible design. I was proud, the customer, apoplectic. But fuck it. If you want an ordinary, boring shape for a hedge, then don't hire me in the first place. And they didn't. I turned up in the middle of the night, did the trimming, then just asked for dosh in the morning. My invoice is now 194 days overdue, plus three years, so I'm not happy about it. I've written to equity, but they just told me to naff off. Welcome to my nightly anecdote. I hope you're all enjoying yourself as much as you can, or at least surviving. You know, darling, I woke up this morning. I'd had a bit of a dream last night. Or maybe it was in the morning. When is it we dream? We dream more in the mornings, don't we? Anyway, the point is I woke up, thank God, you know, for a start. That's normally like, oh, right, I woke up. So I'll do something with that, you know, because sometimes I don't want to be dark or anything. But sometimes people don't wake up. So normally what I do is I wake up and I go, oh, I've woke up. That means we have a day. We will fill the day with stuff. Is any of this making sense? I don't know. Anyway, the point is I woke up and I went, oh, I'd had a dream, and it filled me with a sort of icy pain in my heart, a loss, a real sense of, fuck, you know when you suddenly just think about someone who you haven't thought about for years and years and years, because your world gets very small, doesn't it, the older you get in some ways, you know, you have your Sue, you have your mother, your granddaughter, your daughter, possibly the postman... You have the odd husband who calls up every now and again asking for his shoes back. You know, you have the people who walk up and down outside your window. You have the recycling man. But then there's all those other people who have fallen by the wayside throughout your life. And I had thought about one of my earlier relationships with another woman, in fact. I've had lots of relationships, men and women, of course, over the years. And this was lovely Barbara Thumbs. Fingers and thumbs, fingers and thumbs. Oh, God, she was lovely. She really was. We met, um, we were very young. We were in a play. It was called Off We Went to Cleethorpes. It was a sort of family romp, you know, all about this family, and they go to Cleethorpes. The husband ends up being poisoned by a whelk or something. I mean, it wasn't Chekhov, but Barbara was the dresser. Um, her job was to dress people, and she dressed me in my, my whelk suit, which took hours to get on and even longer to get off. It was a very costly play, looking back, and I'm not sure it was worth it just to have a whelk appear and poison someone. It was just weird. But it was a very evocative piece. I played the whelk, and every day I would come in, and the thing about Barbara is, even though she knew she had to plaster me in this, and it was real whelk as well, even though she had to do that every day, and the whole room stunk, she still had this smile, this brightness, this joy about her. She just beamed light into the world, and she would just giggle and giggle and giggle but I have a streak in me darlings I have a streak in me that like mother it comes from mother where I have to sometimes I I feel like if there's light coming from another perhaps I have to dampen that light I have to put out that candle I don't know I don't know I'm not saying I killed her or anything I'm just saying there was love there over the days the weeks of putting on this whelk suit and taking it off again we really started to find a a common love for each other and and then I remember one day I was 
I was living in a flat back then in Islington, right next to a very young Jeremy Corbyn, of course, who back then was a staunch capitalist. Fuck. He was always trying to sell your stuff. Lemonade. But I was lying there in my flat thinking about the next day and trying to get into the whelk mentally before I got into it physically. And she um, she appeared at my window, which was incredible because we were six stories up. Hello? Oh, God, Barbara, what are you doing here? She said. I open the window. She climbs in. I close the window. I lock the window because there was a lot of thieves back then, especially Corbyn's gang. He was sort of like the local Fagin. But she said to me, there's a lot of stuff you don't know about him. Anyway, I'm not going to lay into that guy because he's had enough. But she said to me, I had to come round, Anna, because I thought you needed me. And I was in my house and I suddenly thought, why am I here on my own and she's there on her own? Why are we not together? And that night we we had a wonderful evening just holding each other and chatting till dawn. And in the morning I got a call from my agent and they said, Darling, what's going on? I said, well, what? And they said, well, there's a reporter who's saying that you've been, you've been with a lady, some dresser or something. What's, you're, you're not, I mean, you didn't tell us about any of this. And I said, oh, well, what, what do you mean? She said, well, I mean, it won't do. You know, you've got your career to think about. This was back then, of course. We couldn't just come out as a lesbian or whatever. I mean, I'm not a lesbian. I'm, I'm, I just, I just love people, you know, whatever the people may be. Um, anyway, Barbara said, who was that on the phone? I said, oh, it's no one. Anyway, you better go. Well, I mean, I thought we could have breakfast together. And No, no, Barbara, I'd rather you go. Oh, Oh, but, I mean, what we said last night... Yes, I know what we said last night, but I'd rather you go. Out the window, if you can. And I pushed her out the window. I mean, she was fine. Luckily, there was a huge trampoline at the bottom that Sue Clinch had installed. And off she went. And she never came back to the theatre. And the whelk was never quite as good. So you have so many regrets in life. And what I would say to the young people is, darlings, please try, if you feel love, if you feel that moment where someone's so special and someone really matters, don't listen to the voices that tell ye nay. Just listen to your heart, which tells ye yay. All right, my angels, that was a bit of a sad one today, but you know, Anna's feeling a bit sad. Anyway, we'll pick ourselves up and get back on with it. Because that's what we do, isn't it, darlings? That's what. Oh, the fucking recycling man's back. Will you piss off? We throw our rubbish in the landfill. That was a Sue Clinch production. I hope you enjoyed it. Anna's going to be doing one every fucking night. Uh, please do listen to a regular podcast talking to actors every Wednesday starting again uh, soon and if you want to be a Patreon then do it go on Patreon look up talking to actors Anna Man give us a quid we're fucking starving here 
Also, you can follow Anna and Colin on Twitter. Colin O Comedy, Anna Man Actress, Instagram, Facebook. You know what to do. All right, take care of each other. Uh, we'll get through this together. Great big Hi, I'm Hannah Norris, and this is my husband, Carl Donnelly. And we have a new podcast for you. It's called The Keith Cheggers Podcast, and it's about pregnancy because that is what's happening in our lives right now. And inside your belly. Yeah, so we are recording weekly episodes throughout the course of my pregnancy, talking to each other and interesting and funny guests that we have on about their experiences with the pregnancy, so we can work out a bit more about what the hell is happening and what is coming up for us. So tune in, subscribe, and have a listen to the Keith Cheggers podcast. Bye. Bye. Great big owl. 